Kendi. Rock stars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet, making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world, fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too, clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd, these songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat, so settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars. Welcome to another special edition of Kindy Rockstars. Uh, this episode, we're going to be uh, doing a music video feature with our guest, David Fisher, otherwise known as the Rock and Rope Warrior. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and especially how you incorporated the rope into your act. Uh, well, the whole thing started, I was a double-A volleyball player, and I started jumping rope to train for volleyball, and then just fell in love with the sport because there's so many different fun, creative things that you can do with it. Um, and I've been a professional rope jumper for almost 30 years now. And about 10 years ago, um, songwriting is something I always wanted to do, but uh, never really knew how to do it. And... Uh, I would see friends of mine at the showcases like Justin Roberts and Zach Morgan and, uh, you know, really was impressed with what they were doing and uh, just, you know, wanted to see if, if I could sit down and try and write some songs, which was a lot harder than I originally thought. Um, but I'm, I've been learning. Uh, it's the same thing with rope jumping. No matter how good you are and how many tricks you know, there's always new things to learn and ideas to share. So I feel... My songwriting has improved from where I started, for sure, because I, I remember the first time that I, I went and gave all my music to the uh, musicians that were going to help me uh, with, the, with the CD. And they took a look at everything and they said, where are the bridges? And I'm like, what's a bridge? <laughs> so I, I was just writing funny poems and then... Uh, eventually turned them into songs and eventually I learned what a bridge was and uh, I'm getting better all the time. I, I like to think. Yeah. I have, I have a good first songwriting story as well. So I, I'm a children's book author. And um, by the time I had sat down to write my first song, uh, I had released several books in, in one of my book series. So I wanted to write a song that encapsulated all the books. And I was working with another songwriter or another professional musician named Annie Lynn. And so I wrote the song, handed it to her. The song had 12 verses. And so she came back and said, Patrick, do you want this to be a, a normal length children's song or do you want it to be Stairway to Heaven? Like, well, <laughs> all right. I'll, uh, she said, cut out 10 of these verses. <laughs> and we, we kind of worked that out. And I think three verses ended up in it. But that, that, was, that was a good first. Okay, don't, make, don't get too wordy, I guess is the point. <laughs> That's, I have that same problem myself. I, my songs are always too long and I need to edit them, so. So how, how, how was it when you, when you finally got your first group of songs, you know, like put together, it's, it's like 
real. It's a song. It's an album. Or so, how did all that come together? Um, I have some some friends in the music business, and uh, they helped me uh, put that first song together. Found the musicians, you know, that uh, figured out how to transpose. You know, I was singing basically into a on a tape, and then I would give them that, and then they would figure out the music because I don't, I used to play the cello, but I, I'm not really a musician. Uh, so now I sit at a keyboard and poke around on the key. I hear a melody in my head and I'll poke around on the keys, but uh, usually I'm on the white keys all the time and my songs all, all wind up in the key of C, but uh, I'm trying to vary that a little bit too. Um, now the second CD, I happen to have a, an unbelievable opportunity happen. I was asked to be a judge at a songwriting competition in Michigan. And people came in from all over the country. And I was kind of a fledgling songwriter. So uh, I wasn't exactly sure about, uh, you know, what my expertise was. And they wanted me to jump rope at the end of the show. And so that's why I was was there. Uh, so I get there. And who am I sitting next to with Jim Peterick? Now, if, if you don't recognize his name, he's He's got 18 top 10 hits, uh, Eye of the Tiger for Survivor, Vehicle for Rides of March, Hold On Loosely for 38 Specials. Uh, the list goes on and on. And I'm like, Great what songs. am I doing here? Um, I wound up recording my second CD uh, at his house and his son um, was my uh, technician and everything. And uh, it just, it was an awesome experience. And uh, the, the second CD musically came out, came out much better. Uh, Colin Peterick is his son's name, and he's a super talented uh, performer and musician as well. Good that you leveraged that opportunity. Those, those are some good songs that you were listing off. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Excellent. So we're going to be doing a um, music video feature here, but before we get into that, I just wanted to ask you about sort of the combination now of the, the rope jumping and the music. So how have you blended all of that together to become the rock and rope warrior? Well, uh, depending on the show, sometimes I do sing a song or two at a show, uh, but sometimes I get those looks like, like why is the jump rope guy singing? I don't get that. Um, but I, I always have one of my songs in the show. I have a song called Jump by Jay to the, J to the U to the M to the P. And uh, it's one of these jump, jump songs. And then right in the middle of it is a rap about Newton's laws of motion as they pertain to jumping. Uh, it's probably my least funny song, but it, it goes with the show. And uh, that song, I was really honored because that song got chosen to be in a national compilation CD with other STEM related songs. So I was in there with people like Bill Harley and Danny Weinkoff. And uh, so just honored to be in that group. And uh so that's the jump song. I play that when we do double Dutch in the show. Very cool. All right. Well, let's kick it over to your music videos. So I'm going to give you the floor and uh, go ahead and set up the, uh, the first video that you want to talk about. All right. Thanks. Let me see. So this first one uh, is called Maximus and uh, how this one came to be. Our youngest son, Max, was in the living room and he had spilled milk all over the floor and I came over and he looked up at me and he said mess and I said no max no mess max and then he started stomping around in the mess in the milk making a bigger mess and finally I said no mas max 
I don't really speak Spanish, but I, I put all those M's together, no mass max, no mass max, and uh, that's how we got the Maximus song. So this next song, uh, I don't remember exactly where the inspiration for it was, but uh, I try and write what I think is funny to me. And then I've taken the ones that are singable to children. And, uh, and that's what we did for the, for the two CDs. Um, and so this one's called Damn Jam, the Justin Beaver song. 
And uh, so it's about all the animals in the woods coming to the Justin Beaver concert. Uh, and originally the, the chorus was na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na, uh, Justin Beaver concert. But then I realized it's Justin Beaver, so we changed it to na 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 So you'll see that in the chorus, and uh, I will share this with you. I can... Oh, you also get to see my, hear my Bill Murray impression, impersonation at the beginning. Thank you. 
love it. Thanks. That was our first video. I think uh, we got better at doing the videos as we went, but uh, that was a fun one too. I, I like the the use of guitars in, in kindy music, a little more rock and roll. <laughs> well, that's uh, the thing too. When I first gave the music to the musicians, they're like, where is this record going to go in the, in the store? If it's in the store, you know, you've got like rock songs and ballads and, and country songs and a, it's a whole mix of, of different types of music. And I, you know, I it just, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I kind of, I kept fighting for my vision and we wound up with uh, some, some good CDs, I think. Yeah, no, I, I love that one. That one's good. I actually, uh, one of the new songs I'm working on, I replaced a violin part with a heavy metal guitar riff. Completely changed the song and I love it now. I, I wasn't, happy with it but as soon as I did that it's like it changed the whole texture of the song I'm like oh, yeah that's exactly what I was going for so now do you find when you go to record things uh like I felt going in I had a list of like which I felt were my best strongest songs and then like midway through or even the beginning of the process that all gets flipped around and then it gets flipped around again as it starts to get edited and then at the end it's another completely different order than I thought it was going to be uh, just with what gets added to the songs as you go. And uh, I think the people helping me gave me some good advice in that, like you're never really finished. You just yeah. have to get to a point where you just, you, you have to let things go. And it is. Cause you can constantly improve a song. I think, you know, just, but the, how much time do you take really in, in getting something? It's like, Hey, this is good. Could be better, but I'm happy with it as is time to move on. And let it go. I'm getting to that point. I, I'm, I'm far along on my current album. Like I'm at the point where I'm judging each song now. It's like, eh, I think this one's ready. I, I need to stop working on it. <laughs> right. Well, for me, it's, it's time and money. <laughs> exactly. Because the studio time and the musicians and everybody uh, that adds up as well. All right. So you got one more video for us? I do. Uh, so this third one is called Dinosaur Disco, and it's the title song from our second CD. Uh, and the, the video, I probably got a little green screen happy, but, but uh, I have envisioned this uh, Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Fever parody. And uh, so musically, I think the song is, is good. Uh, it's not one of my favorite videos, but... Uh, we'll let you guys take a look at it. So I'm going to share. Long before the human race, the dinosaurs met face to face and built a very special place where they all could dance. In the place it's like we had before, the dinosaurs all made the journey to shake their tails until the morning. They may be fine romance at the dinosaur disco dance at your office. Was the disco's main investor 
Did you uh, produce your own books or do you have? Yeah. Yeah. I, I decided with my first book. Um, yeah. I had to make that choice. Do I want to self-publish it or uh, go try and get a publishing house to do it? And I just decided I wanted control of my own work and my own vision. And um, if it was going to create like a, a world, which I, you know, I, when I started writing my first book, I already had like 15 planned. So I was like, I think I, I want to be in control of where this goes and all that. So I just, you know, took that risk that I was going to lose out on the, the marketing and all that stuff. But I'm, I'm glad I did it. And it, it eventually got me to, you know, basically set up my own publishing company. I've helped other authors self-publish theirs and, and so forth. So I prefer it that way. I, nice. I don't think I'd ever want to give up control of that. I've done it both ways. I wrote two science fiction superhero books, Adventures of the Rope Warrior, and I published those myself. And then I started shopping around. I thought, like, especially the Mac song, I thought would make a nice children's book. Um, and I started shopping those around. I got a literary agent. She didn't find me anything. But then uh, I contacted, I don't know if you know Meadowbrook Press. Yeah, I think um, I've heard of them and uh, Bruce Lansky is like the king of giggle poetry. And so I talked to him about the stuff and then he said, well, 
why don't we do a jump rope book? I mean, that's, that's really what you're best at. So we wound up doing a jump rope book there. And now I've uh, been writing a curriculum-based jump rope rhyme book with a couple other people. And uh, I think we're still debating now whether to self-publish that or sort of self-publish it or try to bring it to a publisher. I don't, I don't know what, I still haven't decided what to do. Yeah, no, I and either way, I think whatever gets your book out there and uh, so forth, um, you know, I, I think self-published books versus publisher-based books, you're going to find equal both quality and non-quality. You know, it's, I don't I think one is better than the other. It's all a matter of opportunity and, and just making sure that you get your stuff out there. Right, right. So for me, because I get myself on TV a lot with the jumping rope, this is a nice product to have and maybe I can get, get it some attention. Uh, but without the publishers, it's harder to get it to the bookstores. Exactly, yep. So. All right, Rock and Rope Warrior, let everybody know where they can find you and then what kind of projects you got coming up. Um, always the best place to find me is my website, which is just ropewarrior.com. And uh, latest project is a curriculum-based jump rope rhyme book. And uh, we've got about 60 or 70 poems. And uh, that should be out in about four or five months, I would think. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, there's some funny ones in there. People learn a lot. and uh, and Hopefully that combination of movement and learning together. Uh, one of my writing partners has done a lot of research on that. And that's really beneficial when people learn and move at the same time. It has to do with the two parts of the brain that do all that are, are close together. And, and uh, there's a lot of benefit with that. Well, I love what you do. I think you're really unique in this community. Um, and I also wanted to give you a shout out for... Uh, contributing to my music video, Kindy Rockstars. Go out there and check it out. Uh, the Rock and Rope Warrior has a, has a segment in there. Uh, and I really thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you, Patrick. I'm a big fan of yours as well. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care.